Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my beautiful co-host, Hesley Ray. Hey, guess what, Hess? What? Tell me. This is our 25th episode. You didn't bring me champagne. You didn't do anything. I didn't know. 25. 25th episode. Oh, that's like a silver dollar. No, that's 50, right? I think it's a penny. It's a penny. No, (laughs) it's it's about 25 pence. I don't know. That's exciting. Yeah, 25 episodes. That's, you know what? Like, I feel accomplished. I've never done things 25 and a row ever yeah me neither 25 you know what this is a new chapter for us yeah really we actually did something 25 um, times in a row how was your week it was good i mean it was good i i had a busy week it's beautiful weather in minneapolis i went motorcycle riding today and it was flawless you know i saw a lot of motorcycle riders i went out with some friends today we we rode hard and it was nice yeah you rode (laughs) and do you say that to each other like whoa that was a hard ride we just had together uh, no no you just like just i just said that I okay. rode, I you rode, rode hard. hard how do you ride it hard like as opposed to soft just cruising or just r- racing okay you know? did you drag race i mean yeah, what's like, going yeah, oh, like, okay. like road racing like you know okay. racing's riding hard sounds cool it sounds but like i do it yeah. you know where there's no cars and and your hair is flying in the out wind. Out in the middle and, of nowhere. Yeah. You know. And like, did, you wore a helmet though, right? I wear a helmet when I when I'm taking certain routes. And today, okay. today I did wear a helmet. So and like, so I'm imagining like the tendrils of your hair like flying in the wind in the back, and, and they get just, really like, knotted. Do you smile like when you're riding hard? Oh, yeah. So you have a huge grin. You know, taking turns. I'm just imagining taking this. turns really hard, like pushing the turns. <laughs> you have hard. to take turns when you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, coming into turns hard, not breaking, just right. diving well, that bike into the ground. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, it sounds exciting. I mean, it, it is. I, it's exciting. But today was a perfect day for it. I so back to the weather. I would say beautiful, crisp, like but sunny, like just amazing autumnal weather. Yep. It's great. So I got invited to and You're always getting invited to things. To go to the uh Ryder Cup media VIP party last Ooh, night. Oh, did you go? I did go. Um, How was it? Did you see um it who, was all who, free like, there's celebrities there and stuff. Yeah, well, not many. Tiger Woods and a couple other were you like, why did you cheat on your wife? Did you say that? Oh, no, I would have. No. I mean, I that's am, probably why they don't invite but me. But I am surprised that um, how much star power he still has. I mean, people part the, part the, the room for him. I mean, It's like the Red Sea parting. They really do. He's got people in awe. They're like, oh, my God, there's Tiger Woods. Well, he was an accomplished athlete. We'll say that. You know, yeah, like but, he, he's amazing yeah, with that. But, but then also, I mean. I think he doesn't. I don't even think he's ranked in the top 100. He so. was riding hard for a long time, I don't, too. I don't know for that. I don't fall golf, so I don't. I don't really know, but well, I did. I, I again say this. So I went to first the the they had a media party just for media people only. Were you invited? I was. You're a media person. I guess I'm a media I person. I'm so excited to be in the presence of you right well, now. Well, I have meetmyminneapolis.com. Yes, you do. And mm-hmm. I have not Minneapolis not alone on the Tom Bernard Network. Yep. And KFI. You do have that. Well, so I guess. so I applied. And I got a media yeah, credential. Did, apply. did they do a background check? Please say yes, please say yes, please I say yes. I have no idea. 
Oh. I can, you can do a background check. I've never been arrested in my life. So. Really? That's N- really. surprising to me. Never got you a DUI. Never got, I've never been arrested for anything. You probably should have been, Nothing. Though. Zero. Yeah, oh. but you probably should have been. But you know what? Right. When I was doing that crazy stuff, there was no DUI laws. Oh, see, there you go. I mean, like now all the rest of us have to just suffer. In the early, in the mid, early 80s, there was no DUI laws. Not where I lived. You could have. I'm a, just imagining your hairsprayed hair, like. You could get pulled over with then. a fifth of Jack and a keg in your car and eight people in there, and they would just say, okay, as long as you don't have any weed. You know what? Don't have any. This is why you're against weed, because that's how you were raised. Like, that's the bad thing. No, I saved this picture for you. Oh, I can't wait to see. He's looking on his phone right now. For our listeners, this is yeah, not like... hold on. Hold on. I got to find he's this. He's looking for a picture. He's going to show me probably his 80s eyeliner, and I'm going to be like, no, how did you do it's that? A, it's a picture that says how many kids die each day on weed. I don't know how many. I'm going to show you right now. Right here. Okay. All right. I'm what's, watching. What's I'm that looking. Say? I'm looking. What's that say? It says... It's called, this is the average amount of weed toke it takes to overdose and die. It's called an eighth. And every day, roughly 5,000 teens try this trash and end up dead. Still think hemp is cool? And it's like a, yeah, it's like a picture of an an eighth. I'm guessing what that is. Okay. All right. Here's my problem. Yeah. You got problems. You looked at a meme. You're showing me a meme. That's not really credible news source. No, this comes from marijuana makes you violent. Yeah, but that's not like NPR, or like you know CNN or Reuters. I oh, mean, this is like I know I did a hit one hit of weed, and I, and I was yeah, gonna call nine one one. But it was probably laced with like it wasn't laced with something anything. Else. It wasn't I'm laced. sure it wasn't. No, sure it, it was, it sure was, it was. not laced with anything. Okay, fine. So, so anyway, we'll, we'll just have to agree. I, I want to get back to the Ryder Cup. So there was a guy in the crowd who was taunting and heckling two golfers that couldn't <laughs> make this twelve foot putt. And they got so tired of him that they both threw down $100 bills on the ground and said, you come out here and try it. And uh, he didn't move. And they go, no, really, come out here and try it. Because nobody from the crowd has ever shot a ball on, in the Ryder Cup, ever. So this guy comes out of the crowd. They let him out uh-huh. onto, the, onto the course, and he comes up, and he makes that 12-foot putt one try. Do you think that they staged that? No way, no really? way. He's from North Dakota, and uh, it's on every news station. He's from North Dakota, and the crowd went crazy, and wow. he went back in the crowd, and all his buddies were high-fiving him. And That's exciting. He grabbed his 200 bucks. <laughs> I didn't know that heckling happened at golfing tournaments. It, it does, yeah. It does. I thought you were supposed to be quiet. Well, not, no, no, not, not at the Ryder Cup. Because okay. Ryder Cup is British. Britain's <laughs> against America. All right. So then all hell breaks loose. It's, it's more, it's, like it's more downing. heckling. Usually golf tournaments do not have heckling, but okay. the Ryder Cup does. Okay. So why I was at the media party, it was media from all over the world. Uh, Japan, China. I talked to all kinds of media people, TV people. Shoot, you know, they're shooting the the thing. And I met. I asked almost every person I talked to, "Hey, have you guys been downtown Minneapolis?" Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of terrible answers. Like no. Like like yeah, and what a disappointment, oh. and what a crappy city, and crappy city. Y- yeah, because, I guess because we don't have Nicolette Mall. Well, not and, right now, but we will. Right, but we don't right now. So they're Nicolette all... NicoletteMallProject.com. So, so Go they're, check it out for the progress. They're all coming downtown and going... And one guy goes, why would anybody go down there? There's nothing there. Yeah. And they mentioned they mentioned Hennepin. 
everyone <laughs> likes to mention Hennepin. They mentioned Hennepin. Do you think yeah. Father Hennepin is like rolling in his grave? God damn it! Let me put my name on that shit. Yeah, I'm sure he so? is. Sorry, I swore, but you know, like I'm just imagining that he did. Yeah, the, that talked to these two guys from England who took the light rail from the Mall of America to the Fifth Street station, and uh, they were like, "Why would anybody live in that trash?" Oh, I don't know that they said trash and crappy. No, they, they seemed like fighting words. They did. I said, I said we're under serious construction right now and mm-hmm. under a redo. Yeah. We're we have the new redo. stadium. And Give us a break. Yeah. We're, we're you know, trying. We're growing. Yeah. And like listen to our show and then you're going to know how much we're trying. Like look at. And I, you know, I want to remind everybody that we do this show because we do love Minneapolis. We do. And mm-hmm. we're just trying to make it a little bit I better. I want to. Um, Go back to Mary Tyler more time, you know, and we're going to make it after yeah, all. She was never here. She was here. She came here. Yeah, to shoot one scene. It opening. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She was here, and we love Minneapolis, and, you know, quit being Lou Grant. So this is, uh, you know I'm not a Target fan of Target. You're not a fan of Target. Right, but I'm a f- there. You went there, and somebody snuffed your glue out of your packet. That oh, you just multiple things. With. They sell okay. 90%, 90% plus Chinese goods. That are throw, oh, right. that yeah. are throw away, like th- throwaway products. Uh-huh. But I am proud of this. Target uh-huh. set up a website to entice pitch to invite pitches from startup companies. Ooh. If you have a startup company and you're starting a new product, mm-hmm. they will listen to your pitch and listen to you about your product. And can maybe we put our show on their startup. I don't think website? so. And oh, maybe why you can not? maybe you can sell your product through target i want to sell this show through target and then we'll be like you know now all of a sudden we'll have like we love target shop at target and then i'm really like what changed so i, th- I think that's all i think that's yeah. that's pretty cool that they're doing that i think it's cool too if we get like to go you know and be sold on the shelves i will sit there live on a shelf like it says, see if somebody sa- buys it me. says uh <laughs> Best buy four dollars. Oh, yeah. Is that my our producer? Oh, he's saying four minutes oh. left. <laughs> I thought he was saying I was worth four dollars. Yeah, Best like, Buy, yeah, pretty accurate. Best Buy is not the only company doing it. Best uh, Buy, I mean, what? I, mean, I mean, Target's not the only oh, company. Okay. Doing it. Best Buy is also doing it, and uh, which is pretty good. And That's it, great. They'll highlight you on BestBuy.com. We'll highlight those selected products. Awesome. And uh, see, see, and this I think this stems from Target already has an aisle end cap of products just from Shark Tank. Did so, not know that it was from Shark Tank. Yep. So, so they have a Shark Tank aisle uh, end cap. So I think they're just going farther and saying, "Hey, we're going to cut Shark Tank out of the picture and just go right to the entrepreneur who's making the product." So That's if, cool. if you want to pitch something to Target, you have a shot. You Does can... this make you want to turn into a crazy scientist? Could we look at you as the next Doc Brown? No. What are you, will you invent? I have a lot of inventions. All right. Well, tell us one. I mean. Like, do you have an idea of I one? have so many of them. You can't just say that vaguely. Like, you have to say at least one. Like, I mean, I have a, hovercraft. I have a pigeon, of, I have okay. a pigeon repellent <laughs> that, I, that I made. It's a pigeon repellent that I made. <laughs> what? A pigeon or pigeon? Pigeon. Okay. Pigeon. So, so I don't know if you know this. For most, <laughs> for most cities, pigeons are the number one cost of maintenance. New York City spends $25 million a year. On pigeon crap. How could you even know that? Because I I looked it up because I wanted to make this pigeon repellent. So I I, I start looking what cities spends 
and that's that's nothing. <laughs> they spent they put speaker systems throughout their whole subway system of owls, and guess what? Within a month, the pigeons were sitting on top of the pigeon, of the speakers, taking craps on the speakers because they're not afraid of them anymore. So they spend twenty twenty five million dollars. This was three years ago when I checked these stats. Twenty five million dollars a year to get rid of pigeons in New York City. You can't poison them because then prey birds like hawks they eat pigeons. Okay. Then you start killing hawks and eagles. So you're not you allowed to poison them. Yeah. So I came up with a repellent. Like in your basement, you were in there. Like, did you have like it, a no? I did it in my, in my in my shop. <laughs> your shop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Were you so wearing I, pajamas and like? Did you have a bunch of like proofs written out longhand on the? No. Okay. Do you, no. like? How do you come up with your ideas? Do you have blue plans? I like, have. I actually come up with them in my, in my sleep. <laughs> you sleep? Yeah. I had no idea. So okay. so it's it's a really easy. It's actually a paint. Mm-hmm. That has hawk and owl pheromones in the paint. <laughs> Where are you getting these pheromones? I bought them like... online. <laughs> okay, so you went to to Google and well, you like hawk well, pheromones. Well, 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 no, first, like first, first, I want to know if if, owl, if pigeons can see color. Are they colorblind? Do they see black and white? Because maybe pigeons. How could you prove it? Well, well, that's what I tried. So. Mm-hmm. I, there's a video on my website. You can see <laughs> that there's a video of this on my website. You can watch okay. it. All right. Nancy goes in the shop and so she comes out and says, there's a box moving in your shop. What the hell's in the box? And, then I, she, and she thinks that's a rat. I go, don't worry about it. It's just a pigeon. So I put squat swatches of different colors, like red, blue, green, because maybe pigeons hate the color green, or maybe they hate the color yellow. I want to know if they would prefer one color or not prefer one color. Okay. But I, I didn't get any results. They would walk across on you. It's not really a controlled experiment either. I mean, yes, you just it was. put a bunch of pieces of fabric in a box and threw it in your garage. No, and then Nancy no, was like, what? No box. So then I put, I got some paint mm-hmm. and I mixed hawk and owl pheromones and they won't go anywhere near it. Mm. I mean, they panic. They're like, so, and then they just ran away. Yeah, they, they oh, freak okay. out. No, they freak. Like, ah! yeah, freak. Oh, okay. Freak. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a pigeon. So, out. I guess we're going to a commercial. This is um, really weird, and I'm so glad that we're here this week because I just learned something new about you that you do weird things in that shop other than like <laughs> fixing your bike. So, this and more when we come back with Minneapolis 911. <laughs> A unique and inspiring dining choice that's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or romantic dinner, Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine. Don't forget to check out the Gold Bar for exotic drinks or the adventure of the extensive wine vault. All the more for you to enjoy a casual lunch or a night on the town. Bank Restaurant at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis. Call 612-656-3255 for reservations. That's 612-656-3255. Or go to this station's website, Bank, where four stars meets casual dining gotta move we sell moving supplies to help it go smoother 
Simply Self Storage. We sell boxes and packing supplies. Find us at simplyss.com. Find out how to get rest of month free. Simply Self Storage. You definitely chose the right place. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with Hesley Ray. And uh, we're going to get off my crazy things that I do at home. All right. Let's try to get Because I don't want to give too many secrets away. So remember last show, I think it was last show, we were talking about Legionnaire's disease. Yes. Right? And I've heard that Hopkins had a huge outbreak. Yeah. But did you know that, that the host, K-Fan host, Chris Hawkey, is one one of the 20 who He's has it. one of the victims? Yeah. Ooh. I did not know that till Chris today. Chris Legionnaire's hockey now. Yeah, I didn't know that till today. That is too bad. And so I, I saw speedy recovery to him. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I think they have it down. I mean, I think, I think so too. Antibiotics now. It just um, sounds like such a prestigious disease to have. Legionnaires. Yeah, like, if, I, yeah. if I was going to have a disease, I'd want. The, I'd, I'd want take that like one. the best one. So Legionnaires. Slow says after fifty years, Twin Cities based beauty school closes all seventy eight locations. Hmm? Yep. After How will I get pretty now? Uh, Regency Beauty Institute closed all their locations. They're headquartered, That's too bad. They're headquartered in St. Louis Park. The website's down. Um, what happened? They said, with great sadness, we announced in more than 50 years of educating cosmetology students, we are permanently closing in September. What happened? Do you uh, know? Um, the for-profit organ operation, uh, let's see, uh, listed several reasons for the sudden shuttering. Lack of revenue, shrinking enrollment, and negative characterization. So they ran out of money, and people aren't paying their student loans, right? Yep. You talked about that before. Yep, that's why our culinary schools are closing. Culinary schools, yep, yep. yep. I remember you talking about that Cordon, like Le Cordon Bleu, I think was one of them, yep, and we're then losing. we were worried we, about we, the we, Minneapolis Institute of Arts, we, too. We were one of the top school uh, cities for schools. Mm-hmm. We're and lo- trade schools, especially, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And we're, we're losing that, because they're all, they're all going out of business. This is sad. That, is sad, to me, is kind of scary, because that would bring in a lot of people interested in those trades, and then I think that that is, you know, it historically was a good moneymaker. You go to a trade school, you get a good job and you've got your set you know I, what i mean i so, agree and yeah and there were a lot of schools that were based downtown minneapolis which helped a lot of students living downtown minneapolis so i don't it's know it's too bad yeah i i think that that's going to change our job market i think it's going to change the economy altogether i do think that there's something interesting though with the way that student loans are set up that you know these people get jobs but they're not you know like and especially with trade jobs like you you're paid by the job kind of you know what i mean like it's you you might get hired at a at a location that will pay you a salary too but it's a largely tip based you know like i mean if you become a plumber you're going to be paying like by the job and if you're not getting those jobs but you're still getting these payment plans from the loans you know like that's really scary and that's what happens in most cases yeah especially these kids that go to school for like sound engineering and stuff they're not getting no big paying job. We're now looking at our producer. They're working. And, they're working at some. Yeah. They're working. At, they're working at like the four hundred bar. Well, and I, I think it's too bad. But now we're we're witnessing this. Like it seems to be epidemic proportions with trade schools in Minneapolis or in the surrounding areas here, right? I mean, like now we're looking at a few schools, not just one. We're looking at many. Yes. And yeah, well, I, mean, I that, think I think we're four this year. That's pretty scary. Yeah. So and, and four of, of the companies that had multiple schools. Right. Yeah, that is too bad. So, so this, uh, I caught this uh, 
Beach Boys genius, Brian Wilson, he went off on, I don't know if anybody knows this, but so you're looking at the the Cliff Road, Burnsville? No, 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 no. 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 Um, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Bill, oh, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. I was yeah. looking at an actual news story. What the so heck? You're Bill, talking about Bill, Beach Boys. Bill, Bill Polad uh, did a biopic of Wilson. Is in, he related in, to Carl Polad? In 2014. I don't okay. know that, but I'd like to know if he is. Yeah, let's find it, out. Is, is he a Polad, like the, the Polad? Yeah, is he one of the Polads? Right. So he, mm-hmm. he wrote a uh, And is a bio- he a Polak? <laughs> I don't think they are. <laughs> They could be. I don't think they're Polish. Okay, well, I think they're Scandinavian. In case. you know, once I I like saw Pol Polak like Polak uh, the fish on a menu, and I was like, "What? They're serving Polish people!" I was really anyway. That's so anyway. Um, in, in, continue in, in in this book, he wrote that Wilson was a tortured soul, troubled by depression, drugs, mysterious voices in his head. And had therapy and abusive, demanding father. But but Wilson denies all this stuff and just hammers him, saying that he doesn't hmm. know where he came up with any of this stuff. And I thought it was interesting that I want to know if it's a real, if it's a poet. But it was. He is a mini. Yeah. The the guy who wrote it, poet, is from Minneapolis. So potentially Carl Polad's brother, Bill, went through this. I'm just kidding. I'm joking, you guys. I just it's thought it was interesting because I didn't know the Beach Boys know, had. Yeah. A, I didn't know the Beach Boys had a Polad. And then also, like, one of our other stories is talking about suicide prevention and everything. And I think that's that's a topic that, on a serious note, you like to to discuss. Absolutely. So there is um, a story right now, um, officer-involved shooting on Cliff Road in Burnsville, um, that a man was holding a gun and threatening suicide Monday night. And the officers responded to that. Um, they ended up searching the area with Minnesota State Patrol and then you can talk about more of this too but but according to police the man who was suicidal according to this story um, from Fox 9 News was still holding the gun when they approached and then one of the officers ended up firing shots and he was killed so this is a suicidal guy well they, you know, they, they call this suicide by cop mm-hmm. like this is oh they want it to happen that yeah, way yeah yeah okay. they, they, they don't they don't have the guts to shoot themselves so they're doing suicide by police it's it's not i don't know if i'd call it guts to do it but like but you're right well so whatever they, they want whatever they want to die and they don't necessarily they can't want do to be it. the one to do it they, well they can't do it okay so here i mean like i think that this is another topic that goes on with what you've always tried to do with drug prevention you're talking about prevention. Like, how do we get our society to a point where we are assisting those in need to not get to that point? Well, this is this is our big problem. They're all related. Th- this is the, the drugs, the alcohol. This is the problem. It feeds Suicide. Into those dark listen, thoughts. Listen, and, and this, yeah. this is what I. Once you enter that drug world, people don't get this. I was in the drug world. Once you enter that drug world, and you keep going in that drug world, it gets worse. Your life gets worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. The people you know are worse and worse and worse because all the good people want nothing to do with you because you're a right. drug addict. Yep. So you get to the point where your life's crap and you start falling into that depression. Mm-hmm. And unless, So you just stay high. Right. So it, it, it's a slippery slope. If you want to do drugs, you're going to fall and you're going to get depressed and you're going to because your life's going to turn the crap. I, I do believe, too, that there is something like just actual depression and like not drug related. A- absolutely. People get into that cycle, too. I, and and I, it's really I get I get it. Anytime I do anything really big and exciting, like if I go to something big, like I went to the Emmys mm-hmm. last year 
And then after the Emmys, it's, I was on such a high for like a week, you know, the, being in, at the Emmys mm-hmm. and doing, being around and all these big people and had such a fun time. Then have to go back to home, I fell into a depression. And like a, a, like a real depression where you were not getting out of bed? Oh, a real depression. Okay. Yeah. And that was your, like, I, I just feel like, okay, so so the, the symptoms had, of depression are very similar to symptoms of, of drug abuse. Right? I'll sleep for 23 you know, hours. You sleep most of the time. You're not motivated. You don't want to socialize. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of indicators of that. And, I mean, it could be anything. It could be, you know, like you coming back from the Emmys and being like, no, I can't see Brad Pitt every day. You know, or it could be, and I, th- I believe you were I know that. That's, I know that that's a stupid reason. Well, no, it's not. I mean, it could be anything. It could be, you know, like, like I, you think, lost your I think job. I think that just triggered you know, me being there, just triggered something else in my head. That was already there. That was already yeah, there. I agree with you, you completely. Know. And we've got, I mean, there are resources out there. There's National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is the, they've got a 800 number 24 hours a day. It's 800 273 8255. We'll repeat that at the end of the show. Um, the hotline has trained staff. And here's the thing, like what I always feel like when people are going through hard moments and especially dark moments and everyone has a choice point where you get to a place where you're like, I like, you know, you need help. Like something internal like kind of bubbles up and you're like, I need help. I need to reach out. But the shame factor is there. Well, that's like, why I tell you I feel tell, ashamed. No, I, I, when I was when I was the deepest in my drug in the drugs, I didn't let anybody know. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And, and I tell I people, I, t- I tell people this all the time. If you're in trouble, contact me. If you have nobody to go to, contact me. You can go to, go to my website, mayorofminneapolis.com, or you can go to find me on Facebook. You can privately message me, mm-hmm. and I'd be happy to give you my phone number, and I'll talk to you all night. I think that's great. I think that that's a great resource because you don't you don't have judgment. You you do have a lot of insight been, on this, and I've been there, and you've been there. You understand it. Um, if you don't want to talk to LA Nick and you do want to talk to somebody, there's the, <laughs> there's this also lifeline number, which I think is good. Like, I mean, if you're at that point or you know somebody who is call them and talk to them because they're not judging you. They don't, you know, like this is all, I think it can be pretty anonymous. Um, you know, and I, I think it's a great resource. So, I mean, I, I would say yes, reach out to LA Nick or, or call this 800 number. Again, it's 800-273-8255. I met some guy today in a lunch truck, so he's been tripping on acid for the last five days. Ooh, where did you find this guy? In a lunch truck. In a lunch truck? Yeah, because he's running a, lu- running a lunch truck. Oh, let's not, like, I, like now lunch is going to be like, who was it? Um, but a I mean, lunch, lunch truck. Lunch truck. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, and he that said, makes more I've sense. I've been on acid okay. for five days. Like, just blurted that out. You know, I mean, probably he was, and he just had... No, like, he was. Ugh. Like, we talked know. about it. I go, what? He goes, I've been on acid for five days. I go, why would you? Why are you doing that? How did he find you? Like, I, w- I, was, you I walked up to the lunch truck. And then you were like, hey, can I get a taco? And he was like, I've been tripping on acid for five days. Actually, it was I was with a friend, and okay. he said, my friend's running this lunch truck, and he's been tripping on acid for five oh, days. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. So... We've got, you know, another minute before we come back from the, our break, and we've got more great topics coming up. We have dispatch calls coming up, yeah, which I'm excited about. Yeah, and I want to talk about the spider that delayed the flight out of Minneapolis. Okay, I, I want to talk about that, too, actually. So, Are you afraid of spiders? No, my fiancé is deathly afraid of spiders. So when he sees a spider in our house, he's like, honey! And I have, like, he will hide in the corner, and I have to go kill it. But they delayed a flight over spider. 
Well, it, the tagline here is it's not snakes on a plane, too. So All right, this we'll is be exciting. back. We'll be With back in a minute. Dispatch calls and more. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Turn it up. Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Yeah. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner and the top event destination in Minnesota for Fortune 100 companies. Oh Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue with a mood to fit every experience. The Steakhouse, the Sushi Bar, the Ultra Lounge, and the gorgeous Sky Bar Rooftop, delivering an awe-inspiring view of Minneapolis. By far the best venue in the city to hear electronic dance music and hip-hop. Have I got your attention now? Seven has it all. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with my beautiful and hilarious co-host, L.A. Nick. We were just in the studio saying that you kind of reminded us of Trump a little bit. And I, I don't know. I mean, you said that you heard that before. No, people just tell me, tell me I sound like Trump. You, sometimes you do, but like... I don't but think so I don't. You're not as abrasive. And you're, no. you are smart. You're full of nuggets of information. I don't think I sound like Trump like, at all. I, I just, I'm opinionated. You are opinionated. And, and, and he's you're, opinionated. So that's... You're very direct. That's the, that's the only connection I see. I would say unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, yep. I say what's what I think. You say what you think, and, and what you see is what you get. You're like that yeah. editor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, I don't think you're Trumpy though. No, I don't think I'm Trumpy either. No, but you do have a beautiful wife, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I do have a younger, beautiful wife. Yeah, she is stunning. So there is that. So back to the spiders, you like. You are afraid of spiders. I'm not afraid of spiders. I okay. got, I don't know if I ever, if, you know the, me getting bit by the spider? No, tell me though. So I got bit by, but pe- people don't take, if you live in Southern California or South Florida, they're inundated with black widows. Inundated. Especially South Florida. That and seems and you racist. know, I called, I called Orkin. I called Orkin. And they told me there's nothing that they can spray to kill black widows. Nothing. They nothing? said, nothing. They said the only way cool. to kill a black widow is to step on it. 
or crush it with something. Yeah. So I had literally hundreds of them in my garage, hundreds of them. So this is year, years later. I'm, I'm living in Los Angeles, and I'm laying in bed. And I could see this little tiny spider as big as my pinky nail. Is this when you were doing drugs and stuff, though? Like, so you thought there were hundreds of spiders no, everywhere? No, no, really no, 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 no. When I had the hundreds of spiders in my garage, I was not doing drugs. But when I got bit by the spider, I was doing drugs. I'm just laying in bed, and I'm watching this spider up on the ceiling mm-hmm. making little webs like making Ugh. like 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 uh-huh. making silk lines coming straight down and you're like and time then, to build a wall and then all of a sudden he came just down so fast like he, somebody threw a rock at me and, oh. and he was literally smaller than me or pinky now tiny he was a tiny oh, little spider baby. Oh. and he hit me three times in the cheek you mean she the black widow it's okay a lady. she hit me three struck me three times in the cheek and was gone and I didn't know, I couldn't find it. and <laughs> looked all over. So I didn't think anything of it. Right. Like that just happened. Right. So, so I woke, yeah, I woke you know up. The, I'm going to go back to bed. I woke up the next day and I had three little red dots on my cheek. And I woke hmm. up the next day, I had three marbles on my cheek. Marbles. I woke up the next day, I had three golf balls on my cheek. And then the next day. And then the next day you went to the Ryder Cup no. and they hit those golf balls <laughs> and won $100. No, the next day it was a grapefruit and I went to the hospital. And they rushed me right in because they said that an infection that big on your head can kill Yuck. you. They rushed me right in. And you know what they Gross. did? So they put heat on it and made it come to a head. And they were, <laughs> and then they were pulling out strings of like taffy. Oh, gross! No, it was gross. This is the it most gross. disgusting thing and you've ever. And the hole said. was so big that that came <sighs> out. I thought it would be a permanent scar, but there's no scar. No, you look great. But you can tell. What's th- your skincare It was this regime? side of my face. Actually, the stuff that I've been using, they discontinued it. And it makes me so mad. So they, they delayed a flight, though. This was the whole point. And yeah, like, spider was on the plane. It was a Delta flight. It was a brown, but this is why. It was a brown recluse, re- recluse but see, I don't, spider. But I was told brown recluses you. have never been on this side of the Mississippi. Well, passengers were They're delayed only, for about two and a half hours. And, so. and I, see, I don't buy it. And here, multiple reasons why I don't buy it, that it was brown recluse. Okay. Brown recluses, I know a lot about spiders. Brown recluses <laughs> like cold dark damp places hmm. they do not go out wandering around okay. they're usually in a box Plains or under under a log get very cold in those crevices dark and probably damp from all those gross sweaty people sitting but, there uh, i don't i just don't see a brown recluse on a tarmac in new jersey because they're only an east coast spider so i was reading though like this isn't the first time that a spider has caused a problem on a flight really yeah you want to hear about that? Yeah. So in 2015, USA Today pr- reported that a baboon tarantula, baboon tarantula, got out of its cage in the cargo oh, hold different. of a Delta plane in Baltimore. Again, though, Delta. Delta. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Now yeah. we've got two Delta planes. With spiders. Um, a baggage handler spotted the spider, and then it prompted the flight to be delayed. And and then earlier this year, two tarantulas that escaped a traveler's bag crowd on passengers during a flight. How many people have tarantulas? And you know what? This is true. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, now we can't bring liquids. You shouldn't bring your spiders anyway. But, like, you know, like, I can't even bring my lotion well, on Well, I'll tell you what. You guys... Dang it, quit bringing your spiders. I, I had two rats flown. Yuck. I had two pet rats. Why? Because I was moving and I was flying. Do you still have the rats? No, they only live two years. Ugh. 
Rats are great pets. Ugh. They have no smell. Okay. They have Seriously. no smell. They have no smell. I had a black and a white one, and they were awesome pets. Uh, and and uh, they have gross. no smell. They'll sit gross, on your gross, shoulder gross. all day. Ugh. And anyway, I had to go to a, take them to a vet and get them a health clearance before the airplane would let me bring them on the plane. Mm. So I wonder if you have to do that with black widows and I spiders. Think, you know what? I'm going to bring a real black lady widow, though, on the plane and be like, I brought a black widow on. <laughs> Are we going to cause a delay? And she'll be like, I don't know what she would say. Like, I miss my husband. Yeah, no, that's, that's really sad. Oh, that's sorry. Sorry. Sorry to all the black widows out there. Not the spiders, but the people. Um, okay. So we do have scanner calls coming oh, up. Do you, you know want what? to talk about those? Actually, I wanted to talk about the zoo stories oh, because we were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Como Park Zoo mm-hmm. last weekend and the history of Como Park Zoo. Right. And it started out with a couple deer mm-hmm. that were in a fenced-in area. Yes, that's right. That's how Como Zoo started right. like back and in 1914 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about that last week, and now, uh, do you have that? There st- was a there was a story that was entitled "Are Minnesota Zoos Still No? Relevant? Are, are zoos still relevant? Are oh okay zoos altogether? In general, yes. Generally speaking, and, and are the, they? The, the, mm-hmm. Our our zoo got questioned about it. Like right. He okay. Answered that question. And do you recall what he said? I don't. <laughs> so I would say like. I do. Probably I do. had a very poignant answer, and I am interested to to hear about that. I so I do, we were talking go, about do, this before. Well, do though. you do you go to the zoo? I do. We were talking about this last week, where I love going to the zoo. My daughters love it. Like you know, I I really enjoy it a lot. And every time I've gone, it's been very busy. So I Have, I don't know. I've I mean, been to a lot of zoos, like all over the country. I think San Diego has one of the most amazing zoos. Philadelphia has an amazing zoo. Okay, so this, okay, your article that you cited, um, whether zoos are relevant, um, it kind of looks like it's stemming from the movie Blackfish. Did you watch that? I did. SeaWorld? I did too. Yep. And the public response to the shooting of the gorilla in the zoo in Ohio. um, There was, you know, like people kind of started thinking about what am I fostering here, right? But I, I... Know a girl who runs was running the West Palm Beach Zoo in West Palm Beach, Florida, and most of the animals that they would get in that zoo could never survive in the wild. Right. They all had an injury; they couldn't fly, or they had something wrong with them. So they they lived their life out in a nice habitat. That otherwise, they'd be dead in the wild. And most of the most of them, nobody would ever get to see that animal unless they went to the zoo. So this so, um, you're talking about Kevin Willis was the zookeeping person from Minnesota Zoo and his quote I think is actually pretty cool Um, he said that he would argue that there are plenty of reasons for zoos to exist and for animals to live in them they offer an otherwise unlikely opportunity for people to see animals and learning about science and that he he said that zoos can protect animals that in the wild might be lost to poachers or shrinking habitat. I agree. And so there is that part of it. They also do conservation work and strive to return animals to their natural habitats where it's appropriate. And so, they do. They do. Yep. They're mating. They're mating animals and letting them back out into the wild. So after I saw Blackfish, I was like, oh, I'm never like ever going to go to SeaWorld. But then SeaWorld did kind of like they did, they did a, a counter reaction. They thing. did a counter reaction. We ended up going to SeaWorld and. 
and seeing these animals and like their whole thing was like, we're going to keep the ones that we have because they're not going to survive out there anyway. Plus, we do a lot of work to save animals and bring them they back. They do. And, like, and people, you know, don't... people don't realize how much great work they're doing and not taking animals into captivity. They're going out there into, into the, the ocean wild. and the wild and right. like helping vet care. You know, like they're saving animals, saving species. No, they've tagged all kinds of, of, of fish and monitored them and watched where they go. And I watched a whole video when we were there of like the work that they did with, you know, oil spills going on and like, you know, saving all those animals. And then they, they rehabilitated them. Them and then put them back in the ocean where they, be, you know, like, and they can't, they can't fund that type of activity unless they have SeaWorld and then, you know what I mean? And so I think it was, I big, ended up going and enjoying it and, and I, I felt good about it at the end. I of the think day. people got negative because on the zoo, because of the kids with the gorilla, I'm for zoos. I think zoos are good. They, they they teach people a lot. It's the only chance most kids will get to see a gorilla or or giraffe or any most most animals. I wish so, we could put you in a zoo. <laughs> I I think you belong in a zoo. <laughs> All right. So anyway, do we're we have go- our scanner calls, or are we going? No, go to we're going to fact? my Minneapolis <gasps> fun fact. Oh wait, 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 wait! Don't we have like a song or something that we sing? Nah, we don't do Minneapolis fact by L.A. We don't do we don't do that anymore. Yeah, you sing. I'm just gonna no, get, yeah, you sing a song. Right, you, right, that okay. was good. Hey, it's Minneapolis fact by L.A. Nick. Woo. It's fun fact though. It's a, wait, it's a fun fact right now by L.A. Nick from Minneapolis. I, you know, I'm gonna work on it. Okay, like, you, we'll just yeah, call you, this one you, practice. You need round. to work on it. All right, I'm sorry. You know, so, you just caught me off guard. This is uh, not exactly based Minneapolis, but it affected Minneapolis a lot. And people don't know this, but there was actually a car manufacturer. Based in Minnesota. Hmm? Yep. In 1917, Samuel... Golden Mayor? Pandolfo. How would you pronounce that last name? I would say Pandolfo. Pandolfo. He raised $9.5 million in 1917. Wow, that's a chunk of change. That was a lot of money in 1917. Well, it's a lot of money now, but back back then, then, it was a lot of money. money. And he started a car company called Pan Automotive. And well, I get it because Pendolfo and, and he's like, well, make they, it easy. They, they, they made 737 cars. They actually went out of business. But if anybody has one of those cars, I would like to see it. 737 automobiles. And they fulfilled numerous U.S. government war contracts from Pan Automotive. Um, oh, and also he was found guilty of mail fraud. Yeah. What do you think he did? He went to Leavenworth. He was trying to save his company. Oh, so, this, but, this, but this, by mail fraud? You know what? It's true. This is the same thing like DeLorean. DeLorean oh. was so passionate about his car, he did a big cocaine sale, and he got arrested for it. And then Back to the Future and then, happened, and DeLorean was saved. So no, but there is to show. No, but there is a brand new DeLorean out. Really? Yes, there is. Did Doc Brown uh, make uh, it? A, a brand new modernized DeLorean. You can Google it. The, can you put garbage into the no, can't flux capacitor? No. no. Well, but they have revamped the DeLorean. Well, I want to see this revamped DeLorean, yeah. and I want to go back to 1985 and change my life. But I mean, that I bet you that guy was doing some kind of fraud to save his to save Pan Automotive. It said, yeah, he was um, defrauding the 70,000 70, stockholders. He sent them misleading information. So I bet he was just like, no, we totally have like 
fifty million dollars. Well, if you like, know, if you if you okay. had that kind of money and you started this big plant, a big automotive plant, and then there you, were you were seventy thousand people even able to invest in something, and in you were so passionate about something, yeah, what, you would do you anything would do to anything save it. Anything to save it. It's like your baby. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I send misleading information not, about not, my children all the not time. That I'm like, condoning, they are nice. Not that I'm condoning mail fraud, but... You know, after we come back from commercials, we are going to go back into our scanner calls. Are you excited about that or not really? Like, you feel like... I mean, this is kind of like the bread and butter and meat and potatoes of all of it. I, I Listen, we our show is based on our scanner calls. I'm just going to say this week's scanner calls, because of our scheduling this week, came from a Monday and a Tuesday. So don't oh, get your hopes. It'll be interesting then to see yeah. what the difference is. And, so. I, and one of them, I want to point out something that I've been hearing more and more of. All right. Well, when we come back with yeah. Minneapolis 911, thank you. Got spring fever? Get out, get on, and take a scenic cruise to Belle Plaine Motorsports to start the adventure of a lifetime. All the latest speed and power that is Triumph, plus more genuine Triumph apparel, gear, parts, and accessories than any other dealer in the Twin Cities. No other bikes on the road can compare to the true Triumph. Belle Plaine Motorsports is the Twin Cities headquarters for Triumph bikes, gear, and accessories. Located off Highway 169 and Main Street, enter keyword adventure on this station's website for details. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cath Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. Look down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with Tessie Ray. I want to remind everybody, you can go to our website, Minneapolis911.com, and you can do backslash podcast and listen to all, or just go to Minneapolis911.com and just hit podcast, and you can listen to all our 25 episodes. 25 episodes. This is our, today's our 25th show. It's exciting. And, I feel and you, you know, really pumped up about that. I, I feel proud that we've we've made it here every single week for 25 weeks. It's crazy. I've crazy. Got, like I said, I mean, the only time that I really stuck to it that much was when I was pregnant, and like, you yeah. know, I had to. Yeah, you had no choice. 40 weeks. 
Yes, yeah. It's like we have no choice. We have to do the show. Yeah, it's great though. I mean, I am I am excited and I am like really happy about our listeners. So please, like, you know, yeah, listen to all to listen, listen to all twenty five of them and see if they get better see or worse. See if they get better or worse. <laughs> give us feedback. Um, yeah, and definitely reach out to us on Minneapolis dot com. We do respond to everything. Nick has, we do? you know, well, yeah. I mean, we will. Oh, okay. I'll do it. Like if you send me things, I'll I'll Nobody's... totally. I'll call people. Like give me your phone number. I'll call you. Yeah, I'll just be like, give us your phone numbers. Yes, and give you, us your phone numbers. And, like reach and your credit card number. Make sure you put that code number on the back. And just so you know, fifty thousand dollars <laughs> is waiting for you if you just give us this. Number. No, yeah, just, if you just send us fifty, just send us your social security number right yeah, now. Um, yeah. But really, no, reach out to us, and you know, like even if you disagree or you don't like it, we like all feedback. Um, yeah, but we know, don't. We don't like. To hate it. We don't want, we don't want haters necessarily. Not really but haters, if you're, but we don't want if you're hating trolls. and listening, and you're continuing to listen, like you know what? Just but you know no what? I, I just I you, I you can't even post a positive comment on somebody's page anymore. You get a troll to attack Could you. Could you ever positive. though? I mean, like everything. I said something positive about something today, and I get like attacked. For Did it. you think it was positive though, and it really wasn't? No, it was. It was actually was Jacob Fries. Jacob Fries posted right. something about he was. He you was, guys are like best friends now. Jacob Fry posted that he was reading a fifth grade, I think some fifth or sixth, fourth grade class. Oh, good and, for him. And, and he was reading a book to him, and he is, he asked the kids if they were going trick or treating. What would, what would they take with them? And one kid said, "I'd take the whole world with me, just oh. so I, I, if anything I needed, I'd have." Mm-hmm. And uh, and I told and I commented that development of our youth is the most important thing that we have that we need to do right now more than developing buildings and That's i just get just just troll comes on just like developing building raises property raises property values and and oh, blah, blah, blah 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 right. blah i'm like yeah it also raises your property tax which my taxes just keep going up in downtown yeah. minneapolis every year well you're saying like you can't just say something you can't say like, no, nice you can't say nothing then, you know because like, i'm complimenting like, on yeah. the guy and yeah. i get attacked right I don't know. Yeah, people, I mean, I think that people who you know what like, it is? live in the anon- anonymity of being behind their com- computer screen, like they, you know, like, and then they're negative people altogether. They're, they're, I whatever. think they're like, miserable. They're just, and yeah, you know what? So I looked. I looked the guy up. He doesn't even live in Minneapolis. Oh. So. Well, how how could he even know then? So we're going to our police nine one one dispatch oh, calls. This is, and again, Monday these Tuesday are, calls. These, these calls are actual the dispatcher calling the officers to tell them to go to locations. Okay, let's listen. Hey, on the corner of York and Hazleton, for a male called in to nine one one saying he has to turn himself in on a warrant. Be wearing a gray t shirt and jeans, waiting on the corner again of York and Hazleton, a white male. He does have an unconfirmed Hennepin County warrant, gross misdemeanor, for driving after cancellation. So this guy was definitely looking for a place to live because this <laughs> happened at two thirty in the morning. He was like, "I'm no, cold." Nobody at two thirty in the morning is going to call and say, "Hey, I got a warrant. Come get me. I'm on this corner." Well, what if he just like finally was like, "You know what? I'm going to stop running now." And like the it whole day, mis- it was on his mind. It was a misdemeanor warrant. <laughs> you know what? They probably won't even keep him. Oh, and so then like they let him out by five a.m. You know what? Like, Dang you, know what? It. you know what? You know what probably happened? He probably he probably totally didn't get even get anywhere. The cop probably came and wrote, and looked it up, and it was a misdemeanor a misdemeanor ticket, a misdemeanor 
warrant is <laughs> is, is that like a is a ticket, ticket is a ticket like oh like well, are you, any, oh, you any, didn't pay like a speeding ticket or right something? any okay. misdemeanor offense is a ticketable offense so they're not going to take them to a jail right. they're going to write them a ticket so he probably just screwed himself out a couple hundred bucks oh that's so <laughs> because funny if if this is this is the lay down right now so if a cop's walking down the street and he could he couldn't write you a ticket but you can throw that ticket in the trash because it's less it's printed out of a computer or out of a car, mm-hmm. it doesn't go in the system. I heard that from a so they don't they don't too. hand yeah. in they yeah. don't write tickets and then hand them in at the end of the day anymore. They mm-hmm. have to go into the system right when they write them. So if you get a handwritten ticket from a cop on the street that's not in a car and it's not a computer printed ticket, it's a worthless ticket. You can throw it in the trash. Mm. And so same with the cop on a horse. He can't write you a ticket. The only person that can write you a ticket is a cop in a car. What if it was a cop on Mr. Ed and Mr. Ed wrote the ticket? No. Cop right, in a car. Well, Cops got to be in the car to write you a ticket. That's oh. going to go in the system. All right. Well, they can try to scare you, write you a ticket, and, and some if you don't know what's going on, you might go pay it, but nobody probably does. Anyway, we're going to go on to our next call. All right. 786 for a found cat. 9812, 106 Place North. This just shows you there's still humanity left in the world that... Cops will still go pick up a found cat. You know, I am surprised to hear this. But my theory is, like, what if the cops are just so scared to be on the streets right now because of the climate that they're just, like, taking any call that they can? <laughs> but I, I, listen to the, I listen to Dispatch a lot. I don't hear too many found cat or lost cat. I know, cats. but look at our climate right now. Like, would you rather respond to that or, like, you know, somebody broke down on the highway? Like, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> I'm not responding to that trap. I'm gonna go get this feline. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I the, if well, it is kind, of, it's endearing. You know where I'm just like, wow, that's cool. But like, why didn't the fire? Isn't it usually the fire you, department? You, yeah, you uh, usually yeah, the fire department comes. Well, it gets cats out of trees. Oh the, right, because they have well, ladders yeah. and whatnot. Oh, that is nice. So you have another one, right? Yeah, I think we have two more. Two more. Engine 7 with police and ambulance for head injuries from an assault at Taco Bell. 1931 Mini Haha Avenue, Matt 307. Call assault at Taco Bell. 1931 Mini Haha Avenue. Uh, call was assaulted 30 minutes ago and is waiting in front. Police are brought up, but have not yet arrived. Seems not for 422.58. So this is a, an every five minute call. I mean, you listen Taco to- Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, or mm-hmm. what? No. Oh, okay. Wait, no. Sorry. Head injury assault. Oh. Head injury assault is probably the, the most common phrase you'll hear. So that is too bad. So you heard that a lot. Head I, injury assault, head injury assault, like, all day. How much of this has to do with the border and the wall right now, you know, None. south of the border? I mean, I'm just saying Trump is running for president. I just, I coincident, maybe not. No. All right. Well, let's listen to our next call. It's nothing to do with Hispanics. <laughs> Letter 10 for a shooting, 3022 Irving Avenue North. Letter 10 for a shooting, 3022 at Irving Avenue North, map 414 Bravo. Stage code 4, letter 10 and route 2155. Did you know that 2155 means 955 p.m.? Yeah. Okay, well, just for our listeners. Yeah, just so you guys know. So that's another one that you hear every hour on the hour. I mean, there's a shooting. Just go to shotspotter.com. Go to ShotSpotter. We were talking about that. Yeah. I did go to ShotSpotter, um, and I looked up the. They've got like an interactive map where you can go, and they've got different. No, no, no. I had somebody. So ShotSpotter does every six days. They show where every gun was fired, and then they show blue stars where bodies were shot. Yeah, there's a shot body. Well, there's so like somebody, a yellow icon with a, a dot 
in it and that's an actual shot like where they found no, there's firearms? A, no, there's a red dot, a red dot with a black dot inside of it. Oh, you're right. Yep. Okay. No yep, you're right. No and then yellow. the yellow one is like they heard it, but they couldn't confirm no, it. No, no. Solid okay. red. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get your, I think you're colorblind. Maybe. But I had some. <laughs> I'm your pigeon. <laughs> I had a friend. I had a friend. So every six days they show a map. Mm-hmm. I had a friend take the whole year and print them on acetate clear paper okay and put them all on top of each other i had no idea that clear paper was called acetate yeah that's cool hmm. it's a lot you don't know yeah <laughs> i'm learning I'm every show kidding. 25 <laughs> shows of learning so i'm kidding she's a very smart woman <laughs> she was raising two daughters yeah that's true um so she he put all a whole year 12 months on acetate it was like this thick okay. and it showed all the shots it was just like world war Two. It's crazy. Like it's World War, War Two. You're right. They do update it every six days. Um, to this story and this nine one one call, I did see it's still very, very, very saturated in North Minneapolis. Well, get the city loves. They're, they're all getting all all uh, excited right now. City council and all because guess who's coming? Who? Old Man Winter. Oh. And when Old Man do. Winter comes, guess what happens? Shootings go down. All crime goes down. Oh, because people don't want to go out of their houses. When it gets so, yeah. January, February, our crime rate drops to almost nothing. Yay! Old so, man winter saved the if day. If it wasn't for old man winter, I don't. I think Minneapolis would crash and burn, man. I think. You think those, if it was warmer, we would just turn into like. I do. Detroit. I think the gangs here would just go crazy. I well, think we would turn into Chicago. I mean, let's did, hope did, for did, a did, horrifyingly did, did long you see, winter. Did you see Chicago's month this year of killings? No, but they get cold too. Did, did you see their shootings this month? No. Uh-uh. Oh, they have. I don't. I don't know what the number is. It's astronomical. Really? Ast- I can't believe it's more than any. It's more than the terrorist attack on the on the twin towers. What? Oh yeah, it's it was it was crazy numbers. Like from the whole year, though, or like well, yeah, they a... they've surpassed the twin towers for the year. Oh, jeez. This week though was like five hundred. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. I don't know what to say about that except I I would I don't I, know. I, I mean, know what like, to say about it. I guess there's a silver lining about winter. It's coming here. Winter or that activity or Win- both. Winter. <laughs> and that activity. That activity's jeez. already here. Ooh. All remember right. the remember the bogus boys and boys. Well, we're gonna come back with a couple more things uh, after this I break. Don't don't, don't right. we have one more nine one one? No, clip? we're done with those, Nick. I wanted to talk about no, the one with the guy do, with the you knife. Know what? Save it for our twenty sixth episode. We'll there be back a, a with Minneapolis nine one one. Got the guy with the knife though. Shh. <laughs> Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. 
And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked quality, mechanically fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Back with Minneapolis 911. I wanted to regress back to uh, the first 911 call. The guy who called for the warrant, mm-hmm. yeah, thinking he's going to get a place to sleep tonight. Yeah, just a misdemeanor, not a so gross I, one. Right. It was a misdemeanor, which he's probably not going to get a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to, to say something. In that call, they say the dispatch says he's known to carry a weapon. Hmm. And, and I'm hearing this more and more. And I think it's to stop. So the cops know that this person usually carries a weapon. So and they're doing that by past arrest. Okay. So And people who know them or, mm-hmm. or like if, if me and you got a fight and I call the cop and say she always, she always carries a gun. You're always doing that to me. So, you know, you know so they, the, but I, by hearing, I'm hearing dispatch say more and more known to carry a gun, known to carry a knife. I'm hearing that more. Wearing, wearing the cops. Hey, this person usually has a weapon. Right. Like, and then I never heard that before. This is that something. That is interesting. What is, do you think the reason is? Like, I think it's because of what's going on. You know, people are getting out of their cars and they have a knife and they get shot or they have a gun and they get shot. So they're, they're warning them ahead of time. Because, you know. I, I suppose that would change what, the way that you respond, though, listen, where you're just like, okay, I'm going to get my taser out and like, or I'm going to come in. Like, I don't know. I guess I don't know how that would change your response if they've got a well, conceal and carry. I don't know. I mean. I don't. To me, I don't care if you're pro-cop or anti-police. To me, it's a scary job. It's it scary, man. It does sound very terrifying. It's a scary job. So, either so side of I would like to right know. Now. I would like to know if the person I'm approaching is known to have a weapon, because I'm going to be ready. I'm going. I'm going to be extra cautious. I always, whenever I'm calling the police about you, I'm like, he has wicked hair. He's known to carry a huge hair. <laughs> I lost my knife this, in the junkyard this oh, weekend. Oh, poor knife. I was in Jordan. In that, have you ever been to Jordan? Yeah, I have. In that motorcycle it's junkyard? cool. It is, I've never been is. in a junkyard there, but I've you know, oh, been in no. Jordan. They mm-hmm. have an, an insane motorcycle junkyard. It goes really? on for acres. And acres your knife and is now in acres. there. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to give $100 to whoever find Oh, you you never find you know, I, I went there three days in a row. Uh-huh. And the first day I went there, I saw this time period 70s silencer for two-stroke on a bike. Uh-huh. So I went the next two days all day to try to find it, and I can't find it. I can't oh, find a bike. Because it. the place is so big, I couldn't find it. So we do, I mean, like, okay, so, so like, the cops are now being informed from, so they, I, I'm assuming they look it up on a database, and yeah. then they look at notes or whatever. Sure, arrest. I wonder arrest what they would history. say about you or me. Well, they would say nothing about me, because I've never been arrested, so. I've been arrested, like, five you, or ten times. You, they would know. just yeah, say, send like, the crazy, crazy van. Get the straight jacket <laughs> out immediately. Immediately. She's known to flail her long arms around. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Like, I, I don't know what they could possibly say. Did I me. tell everybody to go to Arrest her, her for being so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell me what? Did I tell everybody to go this is our, 20, yeah, okay. our 25th, 25th episode. Uh, listen to our past episodes. This is our 25th one, though. It's so cool. And listen to our past ones. Like, this is uh, awesome. So happy anniversary. I mean, yeah. happy 25th. Happy 25th. Happy 25th to our producer, Robert Morgan. Uh, co-producer right now, uh, assistant Buko. And I can't really pronounce his last name. So, I mean, it's just Buko. And that's it's an endearing Buko. But thank you for being here. He made a cartoon of us, which... Is awesome. And that's it is on awesome. Social media too. Um, I like was crying laughing about that. His his work is I'm unparalleled. Agree to disagree. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so funny. So we've got that. Because um, is Hesse is pro marijuana. Yeah, well, you know. Pro drug addict. Uh, well, so there you go, everyone. Pro um, drug addict. Visit me and my pro drugs uh, at Minneapolis. <laughs> not Minneapolis. Well, yeah, Minneapolis nine one one dot com, and then also see me Tuesday night comedy show dot com. Um, and we'll connect the two. And, and go to my website, mayorofminneapolis.com, and watch my videos. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more Minneapolis 911. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and at minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911, post-production provided by Dave Stupin and Todd Zabel. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for joining us on Minneapolis 911.